newsletter, December 2020. Jupiter enters Capricorn. Jupiter dominates the astrological headlines this month. As most of you probably know, it crosses out of Sagittarius and into Capricorn on December 2nd. The old astrologers called Jupiter the greater benefic. One piece of corroborating evidence lies in how nicely it cooperates with astrologers, uh, conveniently taking about 12 years to get around the zodiac and thus spending about one year even in each sign, give or take a little bit. This passage is no exception. Jupiter remains in Capricorn until December 19th of 2020 when it crosses into Aquarius. When Jupiter does that, Saturn will have already been kept waiting for it there for three days. The two heavyweight planets of the solar system form their every two-decade conjunction in very early Aquarius, December 21st of 2020. That conjunction is a huge subject. If you're interested in my take on it, have a look at the newsletter version of this rather than the podcast, and you'll find some links to uh, well a, a, a two-day workshop about the subject subject that really goes into deep detail about it, and then a shorter webinar-length uh, analysis of, of, of the Grand Conjunction, including the complications Pluto introduces. That one is about an hour and a half long or so, I, I think. Well, my ambition in this short newsletter is far more modest than looking at that big conjunction. Let's just reflect on the personal meaning of Jupiter's passage through the sign of the sea goat as it affects each one of us. Let's start by emphasizing a core astrological principle. Jupiter in Capricorn is not the same beast as Jupiter in Sagittarius or Gemini or Aquarius for that matter. What does Jupiter mean? Sounds like an innocent question, but answering it can get an astrologer into worlds of trouble. The best response is always, show me your chart. In astrology, context is everything. A sign flavors a planet with specific motivations and values, and Capricorn's values are quite different from those of Sagittarius. Here are some really dumb statements, which I hope you enjoy. As you reflect on the reason that they are dumb statements, you can learn a lot about how astrology actually works in human terms. So here's one. Everybody should get married. Here's another. Everybody should like anchovies. And here's a third one. People are crazy to live in the country when they could live in a big city. Three dumb statements. The problem with each of them is that we have left out a critical ingredient. Exactly who are we talking about? In each case, it's different strokes for different folks. In every one of these examples, some people will benefit from turning left, while others will benefit from turning right, so to speak. It works exactly the same way with planets. Signs give them tastes, interests, and values. For example, Jupiter likes to have some risk and therefore some sense of serendipitous possibility in its life. But risks come in a lot of flavors. So, hey, Jupiter, how's about going bungee jumping over shark-infested waters with me this weekend? Well, Jupiter and Sagittarius, let's go. Jupiter and Capricorn, are you nuts? I mean, why would I ever want to do that? Capricorn tends to be practical. 
although there are deeper words that we can use. From Capricorn's perspective, the best possible outcome from bungee jumping over shark-infested waters is that nothing goes wrong and that you survive. And that raises the question of why you put yourself in that position in the first place. What was in it for you? Capricorn's answer, nothing at all. All of this could make the sea goat sound pretty boring. And from the Sagittarian perspective, it is. Again, there are good people who like anchovies and good people who don't. The risks that excite and motivate Capricorn are less present tense and more long-term in their orientation. It's a lot like that famous child psychology experiment where you ask a bunch of kids if they would like one cookie right now or four cookies if they wait for half an hour. You guessed it, the experiment will nicely sort out the Sagittarians from the Capricorns. Capricorn, in a nutshell, likes long-term projects. It likes to keep its eye on the prize. And if the prize takes a little while to win, the joy is intensified. Now let's add Jupiter to the mix. And let's let go of the silly, ungrounded notion that Jupiter is simply lucky. That word has some relevance, but it can also get us into a lot of trouble with this planet. To me, the key question with Jupiter boils down to this. How have you been underestimating yourself? Jupiter wants you to believe in yourself. It wants you to act like the king or queen of the gods. That's not about being haughty or bossing anybody around. It's about comporting yourself with confidence, faith in your abilities, and high aspirations. That's Jupiter. Now put Jupiter in Capricorn, and here's what happens. At least here's what is supposed to happen. You set a worthy goal for yourself and you work relentlessly, logically, and systematically to attain it. What kind of goal? To answer that, we ask a few more questions. Where does Capricorn fall in your chart? What is the condition of your natal Jupiter? What planets will Jupiter be contacting by aspect in 2020 while it's passing through Capricorn? Answer those questions, and you will see that worthy goal illuminated. And remember, the prize may not be something obvious or worldly. It doesn't have to be about any of the usual obsessions around money, reputation, and career. It might be a spiritual goal or a psychological, attitudinal one. Again, the specifics of your chart come into play in a big way here. Now, if you set that goal and you harness the energies of Jupiter and Capricorn in pursuit of it, Magic happens. Here's where that slippery word luck steps onto the stage. Get it right and doors open. The right people show up. Resources become available. What triggers those happy synchronicities? The answer is your own faith in yourself. It boils down to believing that you are capable of meaningful accomplishments that go beyond any victories you have won previously. You are ready to take a significant step forward in your soul's journey, and the universe is ready to support that step. All you have to do is to believe in yourself, stretch beyond your old limits, and roll up your sleeves and actually do it. Capricorn is not about dreaming, it's about doing. Now, there's so much more to it. 
I've made an hour-long video detailing how Jupiter in Capricorn plays out specifically in each of the 12 houses. That focuses it a lot. Adding that personal dimension to our understanding goes a long way towards letting you know where the fabled luck lies waiting for you. This video I've made is not free. It's a lot of work and it's kind of long, like an hour or so. But I think you might find it helpful and encouraging. Uh, if you'd like to see it, again, go back to my newsletter and, and click right at the end of, of the text and you'll find a link to it. So thank you so much and enjoy Jupiter in Capricorn. I know I I am enthusiastically anticipating it since I'm a Capricorn myself. So thank you and bye-bye.